You're listening to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. We have begun a new calendar and another 25,000-year cycle as we journey into a new realm of reality through the windows in your mind. We now begin with the knowledge of humanity and its divine origins from intergalactic conversations from the past and present. Let us look through a window into the ever-evolving consciousness and explore new possibilities with our place in the cosmos and the quantum world. Grandmother Parisha of Cherokee Heritage reveals the wisdom of the ancient past that will lead us into a peaceful future. Experience the love and peace through the exceptional wisdom of Grandmother Parisha as she shares science and ancient knowledge merged together to benefit all of humanity. Greetings. This is Windows in Your Mind, and I am your host, Parisha, for this evening, and greatly, greatly excited about this time that we have together and the hour that we're going to spend. So I'm very, very happy that you've been able to set aside the time, and if you haven't been able to set aside the time tonight, remember that you can go to LOA uh, Network Radio and actually find a, a pleasant time to just turn it on, relax, and be a part of it. The beautiful things that you are to me, I I feel sometimes if I want to express that, you're going to wonder what, you know, where am I at? Is something wrong or whatever? Because I can get very emotional when I'm thinking of you. You This, this radio show would not be necessary, be here at all or doing anything without you. You're the whole thing. And in that, it's this time that you give me that is so precious. And in that time, what I, with all my heart, prepare to do is to make sure I bring you information. And you know, and I know, in all the studies that we do, new information means new change. It brings greater reach and empowerment. So that's the whole mission that we have with LOA Radio Network, and Jules is just a master at making sure she gets the people in place to do that. So it's just a very good thing. It's kind of a community that we have become. So I appreciate you, and I include you in my prayer time and my ceremonies four times a day. And I reach out. Sometimes some of you float into my memory, and I'll see a face and I'll know in them them seconds that you're asking for something, you need something, something's going on. And I immediately will switch a bit of attention to that and see it resolve itself and move on. So don't ever underestimate the connection that we have and the oneness that we are as humanity. You know, it's the sooner we understand that if there is a child crying anywhere on this planet, it's our child, and in it we will have some connection and some some sense of some some sadness or whatever its emotions are. When someone has lost a loved one and one has passed and the other is still here, when the grieving of that or whatever the emotional state of that is, we all have a part in that. So, you know, that oneness that we are is what this is all about. And when you join me in this particular time and space, whatever 
time or day of the week that you actually get to the radio show or get on your computers and tap into it. You're so welcome, and I want you to know with all my heart how very, very much that is real and how we are together in that moment. Heart to heart, energy field to energy field, we are together. And it's in that that I want to talk about again tonight. And I've been kind of maybe pounding a little bit hard on this particular perspective because it's 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 happening and it's such an exciting and wonderful time. There are so many wonderful and powerful people that are coming out publicly. You know, each one of you, you know, it doesn't matter who you are. If you are studying and you are, are seeking and you are learning, then you are a teacher, you know, then it's time for you to gather that information and you will only empower yourself more and actually strengthen what you have learned when you are teaching it and sharing it, when you are handing it further, you're reaching further, you're giving more. It's that exchange. So, you know, I, I really feel right now that this, you know, you and I are in the earth at one of the most spectacular, wonderful times in our evolution and how we've all began. We, we have evolved to such an incredible level of intelligence and, and capability. And, and technology is just juxtaposing us out into a, a consciousness that has never, ever been, you know, something that we've had on our planet. So it's good. It's timely. You know, we, we're all active in it and we will have that peace. You know, you, you are beginning to understand when I say you are who you've been praying for. You know, when you look at your fingerprint and, and I say this repeatedly, that is the evidence, the validation that there is only one of you, one magnificent you and no one can duplicate you you know for you to try to role model yourself and clone yourself to somebody else such a waste such a such a precious waste because you and the uniqueness of what you are is the addition that's needed to the all or the wholeness of what's happening so wouldn't matter how many people have said it and how many times it's been said and and you think, okay, but I'm just regurgitating what I've heard and blah, 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 blah. So what? You will touch people that I cannot touch, that anybody who's out here teaching cannot touch. You you add, you know, the, the difference here is you. You've added you to the recipe. You know, and it's it's you and how you will say it, how how you have brought it into yourself and how you're emanating it. That will be their difference. And they will hear another aspect of it. Wouldn't matter if you read it verbatim because it's coming through you. It's going to resonate to a difference. It's going to add something. It's going to come across with a uniqueness that wasn't there before without you. So when you begin to understand you matter, you make a difference. And how do you deal with why you're here? You know, you know, how, how do you think you got here? You were chosen. You know, you, you were specifically given. That's why you have this, this fingerprint. 
So when you begin to accept that, you begin to let that become your, your game. That's how you play your day, you know. It's so wonderful. You take time, even if it's only two or three minutes, to share, you know, something you've learned with someone, making that connection. That's what's happening all over our earth. And in all the places that it's happening, there is there is a communion going on. There is a, a connection. That that oneness that we are as humanity is finally waking up and it's 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 touching. And and we're not letting the politics and all of the other insanities that that dwell on separation and duality. We're not allowing that to stop this progress. It's it's like once you know, once the the veil has been lifted, you can't go back to that limited perspective. You may not be doing everything you want to do, and goodness knows, assimilating and and doing you know thinking and then the doing and then the being. All, all those things are real important, and and we're learning more and more about the fact that the consciousness movement itself. And I think I've spoke about this a couple of times. I, I talked to so many different people. I don't know who I've said what to. So I'm going to just say it again, because right now I feel the need to make sure that you understand that consciousness is not passive, that it's active and that you have to be in it. You have to be doing something with it. Okay, we can sit and read, and, and I'm sure that everyone's listening to this has read something extraordinary, even if it's one book, and I'm sure most of you have read the many of the books, and you've gone to how many workshops, and you've heard how many people speak it. Everybody's saying the same thing. There is, there is, no, there is no other way to say what the sciences are giving us, because it is the same knowledge. Okay, and now you've you've had it touch you some way, you know, it's jarred you a little bit. It's it's made, you know, giving you an additional charge. Well, unless you're going to go use that, you're going to lose it. Okay, and it's really time for all of us to be part of what the work needs. And that means you. That means me. That's all of us. And that you begin to share, you know, even if it's somebody that know, you know, most of you may know people that would have no interest at all in what we're going to be discussing and what I'm talking about. And they're, they're either afraid or they're just in a disbelieving place or whatever. And, you know, you, you need to find a way that you can speak to that without it being threatening. Uh, most of you, you know, will get much further by being the example of what you're saying, because then it's believable to that person because they see it in you. And then you come to this place to where you're actually realizing that at this time, you're, you know, you are the example that they're going to need in order to pick up where they need to pick up and begin to pursue and to seek. You are a teacher. You are an instrument. You were created of purpose. You're in the earth at this time. So that purpose, obviously, is what we're all doing. We're all involved in that. And as soon as we make that critical balance, when we tip that scale of consciousness just over that halfway mark, it's going to be an explosion. It's going to be an explosion. Can you just think what your life would be like today 
if you had been given all of this information when you were in school, when you were actually in the first grade, you know, if the, if this if this new understanding, this this revelation that we're having of what quantum physics and the, the sciences have actually given us to know now, have validated uh, all of the intuitiveness and all of the the particular beautiful emanations of being spirit. You know, you were made a quack or a crazy person or something if you talked about these things just, what, 10, 15 years ago? I know when I started talking about it 50, 55 years ago, most and the majority of the people I talked to thought I was pretty far out there, you know, that I was kind of dizzy, strange, or just crazy. And and look at it now. So just think about this. If, if you had been able to start out in school and from kindergarten up to the 12th grade, you had been given all of this wonderful information that you now have and the understanding of this information that you now have. What kind of world would we have? Okay, we all agree we would have the world and be much closer to the reality of having harmony, understanding that war is not a solution. And so at this point, we are in the process of making that world a reality, that our our schools and the children will be able to learn right from the beginning. And and we ourselves have to recognize today, and I mean, maybe it's more for me than for some of you, because I stay in the research. But even the knowledge that we have now, which is is powerful, it's revealing itself more and more. You know, once you open this door, you just find out that there's three or four or a dozen more doors down this corridor. And by the time you open all of them, you have really come to, you know, an immense, an immense journey that you thought was only going to be this one particular specific thing. There, everything leads to something else. And the expansion of that is happening every moment. There are just millions of researchers and scientists that are carrying out the experiments and exploring more in depth of what we already have. And the more that that's done, it, it's assimilated through the planet. So we're actually receiving it through a kind of a planetary osmosis. And in the days that I've had, we've, I've been spending a lot of time with elders that have been uh, very, very private, you know, people, uh, there are people who live on our planet that are totally in a different world than what you and I live as mass society. No television, you know, no phones, no, no, anything like that. Their whole level of communication is their intuition. And they're up on everything that you, you're you up on. And in fact, no more than you do because you're distracted by a lot of other things. So that actually gives to us as well. You know, they're, they're holding a grid by the very power of their pureness and, and their focus and their ability to, you know, use their mind in extraordinary ways. And we're coming to that. And the fact that that's there, you know, the fact that look at the children that are born now. They're already ahead of wherever, you know, I was at. I'm 75. So it's like the children are coming in extraordinary aware already. 
So just this consciousness is in itself moving and working toward a goal that we have all prayed for and asked for for a number of years, if not all our life. So it's happening. It's happening because you're happening. Okay, and so the more that you actually bring yourself to breaking habits and making those changes, you know, we have to make the break. We have to we have to do it different. And then that reality that we really want, that's that's coming. There's no way to stop it. It's coming. And then when we we actually do, like I said, tip that scale, that critical balance. Wow. Here we go. and, And it's right there with us. So we have to change, and in that change, we have to stop and actually make something different happen. And some of the things that you can do with that are just simple things that actually help you change your mind, uh, you know, and change your life once you begin to change your mind. So to break the cycles, to change it, to make it different. It's the only way things are going to be different, beloved. So however challenging that is to you, please get over it and get on with it. Now, we're looking into, uh, when we're talking consciousness, we, we're, I've been dealing with a particular uh, situation, I'm going to call it, that actually is, has become so evident to me. Uh, you have to realize that each one of us no matter how long we've been doing this, as we get deeper and deeper into our own reality of this, we are also doing our own transformation and growth and awareness expansion. And for me, I'm hungry for it. I do. I, I love it. I mean, to me, this is not something I have to make myself do. It's, you know, if anything, I have to monitor myself that I don't forget everything else and just get involved with consciousness and and the beautiful world of nature and all that is there. But for just, you know, for us to look at this particular time and to know what we're doing and the magnificence of how we can actually look now and, and understand we don't have to be in the polarities. We don't have to be in the dualities. We don't have to see the opposites. There's a place in yourself that once you have come to actually understand how all of this works, you're no longer held to it. And then then you understand, as I've said many times, judge not. You know, you cannot blame people or hold people responsible for things that they do because they believe in them. They don't know any better. So you can't, you know, you can't ask of them what they can't give you and then make them wrong because they didn't. It does not make any sense. So as we're coming into our consciousness, you know, so often I've said, you know, there we're in the field of duality. And if there's day, there's night. OK, but each thing that we are love in itself has to have hate, you know, so we create something, we, we, we look over and find somebody that's hating to, to validate the fact that we're loving, okay, that we look into finding something that justifies this opposite. Well, if we don't make right and wrong, if there, if we can actually come to where we have no bad or good, you know, and that we don't have any emotional attachment to that or or reaction that we can't resolve, then then you're liberated. You're not held to that. 
and so then there there's you know there's nobody that's trying to take something from somebody so there's no wars there's no need for it because people are talking communicating and knowing the value that everybody get what they want what they need so you know your role in that my role in that is to speak up to be active to hold the focus not to dwell and talk about and regurgitate the negative it's there. It's okay to have your reaction to there. There's no way that we're saying not to have some reaction or emotion with it. But the amplitude, how much do you put to it? You know, are you adding to it? How long do you hold it? That's the key. When you recognize, okay, I'm I'm reacting to that. I feel an emotion about that. Okay, just you confronting it, coming front, coming you're coming back around to it. All of that helps you not be locked into it. So let's just put some things, facts together here on the fact that consciousness is active, it's not passive, and that each of us have a responsibility to it and actually need to be responsible that if it's going to change, it is up to us. We're who we've been praying for. So in moving forward with that, okay, we have to understand that we have to break the habits and stop doing it that way and do whatever the new way is that you've learned. You know, the things that you're exploring, wherever you're at with any of that is where you need to be at this time. Okay. And then your contribution is the uniqueness of why you are in the earth and the purpose that you are here for. It makes a difference, beloveds. You are important. And when you're not present, when you're not participating, when you're not meeting those challenges, when you're not pursuing to help be a part of those changes, it definitely is missed. And there's no one that can do you. You have to be there to do that. So in in moving forward with that, then we want to look at some of the things that are happening. We have integrated into the earth and, and I don't know what your beliefs are I'm I'm talking purely from my own belief factors now as I am Cherokee and for my origins are from the Pleiades and in the in merging into the earth and the evolutionary track that my particular lineage or the DNAs of my people are moving in its evolution toward whatever that goal and maximum a level of evolution will be when we have returned to the very pure state of nature and our role in it, okay? So basically what we're looking at now then is, you know, when we, we lot, lot, I hear a lot of people very misinformed and miseducated when we're talking about particular organisms and, you know, it's it's almost like they're all dangerous and there's something terrible about them because they mutate. Well, they do mutate. And that mutation for us has been our evolutionary track of what we're doing now. So when we move forward with that, then we have to understand our place in, in, you know, on the earth and in the sky, you know, we're, we're universal beings. We're not just planetary. You're not that body. That body is actually receiving communications and it actually transmit back 
data and communication. So, you know, you're you're in a reciprocal situation with the you that's everlasting. The body's temporary. It's of the earth. It's her gift. It's her giving us mobility within her realm and within this particular world. So when we're moving to or toward the actual the leap that we're getting ready to make in consciousness is actually accepting that we are getting that communication, that the more you understand and are opening this body vessel up, this this altar, this is where it comes in and where it goes back out. Okay, this is the macro and the micro and the body the body is the transmitter here. So you, you, you know, you're receiving and you actually give the feedback. So your being the everlasting of whatever you are, your name for that is actually picking its data up from you. When you are shut off from that, when you are closed minded to that, when you're living in the state of fear and whatever insanities you have been taught regarding the divinity of yourself, you know, when when you're taught nothing but fear of God, you know, what what do, where do you go with that? Why would you fear the most loving and open connection of yourself? I'm not going to get into that, okay? That gets into a lot of other things. We'll do that another time. But to know that you were, you live in the in-betweens. You and I exist right now between earth and sky. And what we're doing in that is evolving that and making those changes, and that changes consciousness, which means how it, it's carried out, what we can do, and the extraordinary things that we can do. But they actually demand from us, okay? Those extraordinary things that we can do demand from us to actually do something of its of our own making for that. So we then have to participate in it. So what I'm asking you to do is actually make some considerations here. I've asked you to do journaling and looking around and making sure that you expand your awareness to everything around you is really you and that you don't see with your eyes, you see with your brain. So whatever it is you think that's out there, you your brain has filled the landscape in. Everything out there has been how you have made it so. And whatever you focus on in that can too, and that we can be in an, a, a field of energy together and actually share the experience of creating what it is, is the environment around us. So when we come then to actually looking at the differences and what we're coming to in consciousness, look at what we can do with all of the things right now that we feel are so critical and so wrong with our earth by just holding our focus and making sure we stay clear-minded and in that place of not needing good, bad, yes, no, positive, negative, ugly, pretty, whatever, okay, that we maintain that acceptance, that allowing, and and move on through that to where we want to be in perspective and focus there's it's happening this is the good of what's happening so we're evolving right on time and we're in a good place but how the earth is and how humanity is of the earth we're working in that and we're effective and it's making a difference and the stronger you get in what you understand that you can 
you know, your particular take on something. It's important that you share that. You know, I want to hear it. That's why I say, please go to the fan page and get on board there so we can communicate. I want to know how you're seeing it. I want you to teach me. I want to learn. I want to know everything about you. I want to know how you're picking it up. How does it resonate? I want to know all of that. So when, you know, I'm this incurable people watcher, how many times have you heard me say that? I want to know. I am thirsty and hungry to know all about you, to understand how it is you may see something different. And your differences doesn't threaten me. They interest me. You know, that you see something in perspective or you even believe differently of it. That's all allowed. That's fantastic. Now help me understand it. And then that's how I become more. It's how you become more. We expand from there. Okay. So we're, we've been put in this beautiful garden and it's of us. We are the garden. We have created everything in it because we, we, we have created the landscape. Look at it. How beautiful is it? You know, I go there and, and, you know, like different places all over the earth and Somebody will complain about something and I'll immediately look at them and say, can you help me understand that? It's being what it is. It's just, it is what it is. It's it's not there to make you uncomfortable or make you unhappy or whatever. That's up to you to adapt, you know. So, you know, just for us to begin to do that integrating and that acceptance and to to just allow it to be that it is and then move on. You know, if, if it doesn't settle well with you, okay. Now you know that it doesn't settle well with you. So go on, get, get, get on to the, whatever the next level of that's going to be. So basically we're in the midst of, of doing that. And that's where we will actually find the reality of the full awakening that we can be. There, there is such extraordinary experiences beyond being the body mind. And you want to work and dedicate all the time you can to walking that talk, to assimilating it, to being it, not just knowing it. It's not enough to know it. It's not enough to have read it. What are you doing with it? How is it being assimilated into your life, removing the habitual way that you used to do things. You know, to put put it in and to script it, to do whatever you have to do. And I've shared a number of things that different students that work with me do to just make those changes. Remember, you're going to go back to what's familiar to you. You can, you can go to wonderful workshops, and, and I get lots of feedback on this. Because I actually encourage people, go to every event that you can. Go there and meet as many new people as you can. You know, expand your reach, expand who you are, become become this person of greater acquaintance and greater greater friendships and relationships. You know, have people uh, that actually become resourceful to you and you resourceful to them, which means you exchange things, you know. Uh, you may maybe because of time or whatever commitments you may have, you can't go to do this particular 
workshop or maybe you can't participate in this particular program or, or maybe you can't even listen to this show. But then, you know, this person that you have come to know says, that's okay. You know what? I'll take notes and everything and make sure they get to you. You know, that you'll, whatever the high points are, I'll make sure that, that I cover that for you. This is, this is the reality that we're moving to. And it's so beautiful. Okay. So one of the things that I want you to do is to begin to actually challenge yourself to make those changes. So then when you're journaling, you're going to look at what you're journaling and you're going to ask yourself, okay, what of, you know, when I think about myself and I, and I allow my critical mind to, to, you know, critique me, what are some of the things that I really do want to stop and, and not, not do anymore? You know, maybe it's uh, participating in gossip. Maybe it's, you know, not listening to the news. Maybe it's just something that you realize doesn't take you to where it, it is loving of yourself. And, you know, what I immediately do with every one of my students, it's like, okay, we start out with one hour every day that you actually do not have any kind of interaction with blaming anything or anyone of anything. No blame. And no shame. Okay? No guilt. All right? No repeating anything negative. So we we begin to, you know, totally take out for just one hour be focused on the particulars and make sure that you don't have any time. You give no time to them. Okay. So no complaining. You know, if you're a chronic complainer and you realize it immediately, no matter what's said, you, you, you're, you realize you're finding something wrong with it. Then you start with one hour of no complaining. Time yourself. Make sure that when you catch yourself going into the habitual nature of it, that you immediately change that. We've had some extraordinary research and tests where people have gone in with different health problems and they've been taken out of their natural environment and put into, you know, a research environment or a totally different environment. And in those particular circumstances, we're finding that people make the shift and change and actually have healing and come to, you know, perfect health. And then they go back into their community or they go home. Okay. And within 24 to 48 hours, they're already starting to emerge themselves back into the old habits. Now, in all of the work that I've done and a lot of that with the wonderful people that I do work with and, and in association with, we understand then that that's because you never dealt with the feelings that you simply begin to do the action of, but never really resolve the feelings involved that actually take you into those things. So it's those feelings that actually bring you back to the addictions and the particular behaviors because they're familiar. So with what I'm asking you to do is get in touch with those feelings. And then that's as you resolve that, as you, you know, people say, well, how is that resolving it that I'm just looking at it, working with it? Isn't that me putting more energy to it? No, it's you actually taking the charge off of it. 
because you're not in denial. You're not holding on to it. You're not actually feeding it anymore. You're talking about it and you're looking at it. And each time you talk about it and look at it and work with it, it has less effect. It has less charge. It's it's not taking you where you don't want to go anymore. So then it's like looking if you're not a complainer, okay, you may want to look at the fact that you you're you seem to be angry and maybe even a few people around you or close at hand has said to you, you know, you always appear angry. What's up? Okay. So then you then you realize that maybe that's the way you keep people away from you. A lot of the times when I find people are actually trying to work at not appearing angry or being angry so as to not discourage people, the real root of the situation is that they've learned that's how they keep people away. And whether they consciously or unconsciously are doing that, that's exactly what they're doing. So then you begin to realize that for an hour... You're just going to smile at everybody. You're going to be the first person to actually do the greeting. Hey, how's it going? Hey, good to see you. You know, uh, you're looking great there, Jane. You know, or, oh, Ralph, I love that blue shirt on you, you know. And, and you're starting to do the first reach. And everybody's used to you either looking grumpy or angry or, you know, and they, they purposely make sure they divert to not have to get in contact with you. So these are the changes, and you just start them out. I've actually had one person who could not do an hour, okay? And, and out of all the, the thousands or millions at this point in my life that I've done, I had never run into a person that could not begin with an hour. But this person couldn't. And when when he called me, he told me, I, I, I can't do this. I can't stay focused on that and do that for an hour. And I says, so what What have you found that you, how long can you do it? And he said to me, probably a max of maybe 10 minutes. I said, really? Yes, yes, just, you know, okay, well, that, let's just start there. We don't, you know, there's no particular place you have to start. Start where you can, okay? So take it at 10 minutes at a time. Once you've gotten through that 10 minutes, start another 10 minutes, See how many 10-minute sessions you can do and stay focused on what it is that you're changing. So two days later, you know, I, I realized I hadn't heard back, so I contacted him, and my assistant come back, and she said, you know what he shared? And I said, well, I'm waiting. What, what's that? And she goes, he said that he's been doing two days in a row. Two days? Yeah, that's what he said, two days in a row. He has actually been effective at doing it two days in a row. I said, okay, get him on the phone. I need to talk to him. So when we get on the phone, I say to him, you know, hey, what what's up? You've been actually able to hold your focus and stay within the particular practice for two days? And he said, yes, 10 minutes at a time. <laughs> and I said, and that's fantastic. And he said, I think it's wonderful. He says, right up until I go to bed, I'm still in a 10-minute session, you know, with my family, with my children, you know. And he said, it's only when I go into my bedroom and I realize, you know, this is the end of the day for me, and I put it down. He says, you know, I've been complete all day. 
and and I'm doing it in my 10-minute increments. And it's like, this is fantastic. And I said, so right now, do you think that you can actually up, you know, kind of up your ladder here? Can we make it the next step? Could you try like a half hour? And he said, when you say that, and I knew you were going to say that when you when you called me. He said, I stopped breathing naturally. I go into hyperventilation. I'm afraid of that. And I said, why? And he says, because I realize the success that I'm having is knowing I could do anything if it's only going to take me 10 minutes. I said, okay, so where can we begin to make it a little longer? And he says, and you think that's necessary? And I says, well, I think the fact that it is your challenge makes it necessary. And he goes, oh, so because I have my reaction. I said, yeah, we need to. We need to break that reaction. We need to take the charge off of that. So I said, at this point, it's neither good or bad, or you know, you're not going to get a an F or an A plus or whatever. It's just a matter. Of, we're testing a, a particular line right now, where we're seeing, you know, how how far we can go beyond the set range that you have, and see how much further we could take it. I said, so just start where you want. Even if you just now do it, you know, for you're doing 10 minutes, we'll do 11 minutes, then shoot for 15, and let's see where we can go. So, you know, I go on, I'm busy, I get everything going, everything, and, and I realize I'm looking at my flow sheet and realizing, okay, you know, I got to get back in touch. No, my assistant hadn't said anything, so I asked her, have you heard from him? She says, not a, not a word, not a peep, so I call him, let's find out. So when we get on the phone, he's ecstatic. I mean, you know, he, he sounded like he had was high on something he was just blasting you know and it's like okay okay so obviously we're looking at some success here so how you know what are you doing what are the particular time sessions that you're doing and maintaining and he said fantastic I'm doing them like one hour at a time because that's what you'd you'd assigned us to do I'm doing it and holding you know holding within my my goal every hour and I said, so do you do just an hour a day? Oh, no, no. He said, I do it just like I did my 10 minutes, back to back, you know. And I said, so how many hours in the day are we looking? And he says, well, I usually have an 11 or a 12 or a 14-hour day. And I said, you're being successful within every hour. And he said, yes. And I said, you've had no failures. And he said, well, I've had some close calls. It's like I, I find myself beginning and I can stop and then I make my change and I, I, I do my thing. Yes, that's fantastic. So you have to look at whatever it's, you know, the whole point of this story is wherever you're at, it doesn't matter. You're you're not competing with anybody. You're working in yourself. Okay. And in that you're looking to see where it is that you can finally break through and make those shifts and changes to where you're no longer the person, you know, and, and with the gossip, that's a big one. Because people have will come back and say, I had to hang up on my best friend because I realized that all we ever do when we talk is talk about people, talk about somebody, talk about somebody else's business or, you know, really emphasize something that somebody's doing that's wrong. And because I'm trying to not do that and I, and I tell her I'm not going to do that, you know, she says, okay, but then as we continue to talk, we're right back on, you know, base one and we start doing that and so I realize I'm not going to get her to stop it so I have to just hang up and, and I'm going to lose my friend 
So it's like, no, you don't have to do that. Just just involve her as much as she will involve herself and tell her, help me. You know, I really want to come to where I've mastered this and I'm going to need your help because you're the person who I share the most with. You're the person who, you know, who who I am the closest to. And I said, and along with that is your journaling. You know, is this truly a friendship or is it just the addiction? You know, is this is this person part of the addiction? You know, when you need to go and and do all these denials and do the particular feelings that you get from this, you know, is that what this person is or are they truly a friend? Because if you're going to ask their help and they don't want to help you and they, they really turn against you for this, this is not a friend. This is part, this is a person who feeds and is part of your addiction as well as her own. So basically, you know, you're going to come up with different things is my point. You may find, you know, uh, I, my husband and I are like oil and water. And I know that if I sit in and have a particular view on something, he'll take the opposite. And, you know, we've had to work, we're married now 45 years. So in our in our marriage together, and most astrologers have told us we shouldn't even be friends, let alone married. So we have worked with this understanding that when we see this happening, we need to key each other that I'm withdrawing. And it's not, you know, the, when I say I'm withdrawing, it's not that I'm blaming him. I'm saying to him, I'm, I'm seeing what I'm doing. I'm pulling out. I have to pull out. I need to get control of myself. And it isn't me saying, see there, you started the conversation again, or see there, you're doing it again, blah, 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 and doing my, you know, my, my blaming or whatever it would be. And it's just, I'm, I got to pull out. I've got to work on this. I got to get myself centered, get some control here. And so then it's all about me. And then I watch how immediately effective it is with him because he knows if I'm saying I have to pull out that I have recognized that I'm doing something that I don't want to do. And because we share what we're working on with each other, I mean, it's it's intelligent to do that because this person is in your environment the major part of your day, okay? So I always discuss that, and so does he, what, what I'm up to today and what I'm really focusing on. And then that helps me get it done without having to actually find that he's, in, he's actually in my way. So it works better for both of us this way. So I just make that my point. So for this week, and start wherever you can, look at which which is some of these particulars that you're doing, the blaming, you know, the denials that maybe you're doing or uh, just different things that you realize is not you showing love to yourself. You're not respecting yourself. You're not loving yourself. You're not doing what, what the beautiful being that you are is all about. And then just come back on the fan page and let me know how you've worked with it. Share some of your particular uh, situation so that we can discuss that and have that for other people. And I'm thinking about actually starting like a little uh, newsletter thing to where we can actually, you can, when I can send it, because we have like about a 50 million mailing list here. And whatever you're sharing and some of the things to actually encourage you to teach more, 
come on the fan page and share some of the things that you took off with with this and some of your results and then make sure you allow that we can help people contact it and just you know make this network let's let's reach to each other let's nurture each other and that's how it all begins to grow and become this beautiful world that we know we have long long time been looking for so i'm going to close now and actually call it a day and get back to some of the other demands here on my time. And I want you to realize this has been an extraordinary journey for me. And this is windows in your mind. And I'm Parisha. And I send love and all good things to you always. OCO. Well, okay, it's that time of being complete again and going forward to assimilate and use what we've shared and learned. It's with love of humanity that I serve, and it's always good when you're with me. I value you in your time. So I say to you, Olama Aliyaha, we are family. Walk in beauty upon the great Mother Earth and be the blessing that you are. I send you my hugs and kisses on the breeze and in the sun. Beloveds, I am always with you. Have a wonder-filled week and celebrate all good things. For those of you who want to keep in touch through Facebook, remember that it's www.facebook.com slash forward and it's V-E-N period P-A period R-I-S period H-A. Thank you for listening to Grandmother Parisha on your journey to the windows in your mind. For further information or to contact Grandmother, please visit parishas-world.com. P-A-R-I-S-H-A-S-world.com.
Just another ordinary miracle today. Sun comes up and shines so bright and disappears again at night. It's just another.